Ira, how's everything going? Welcome back to the show, man. How's everything yeah, going? Th- yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Everything's good. Uh, not in Jet World. No, but, it's uh, not. It's but, terrible. But everything else is good. Yeah, no, it's like uh, I feel like um, like the building's crumbling right now, very slowly. Yeah, it's. But, I said it last week because I remember anytime we usually do a show together, I always bring up you know in certain shows, you know, just what's the worst jet loss, and I know I always name the the AFC championship game against the Steelers and and then the Fitzpatrick game in Buffalo. To me, what happened last Monday night with Rodgers going down, that was the worst thing I ever experienced as a Jet fan because you're going in there with all the excitement because I'm only 24 and the last time I've seen the Jets in the playoffs, I was in fifth grade, which was the AFC championship game. So right, and you're too young to remember. You you weren't born when Tessa Verde got hurt. No, and and the fact that he was a captain there on that same game, someone needs has some explaining to do because they brought the bad mojo there that night. He shouldn't have been the captain, and he shouldn't have been the captain. No, it's just. I've never been so heartbroken before over a, an injury because you could see this. And you were you at the game? Were you at this? Yeah, game? yeah, yeah. Wow! Yeah, so you yeah, could yeah. feel the energy when he ran out into the stadium with the flag and just being all pumped up, and then just having it ripped away from you within four plays, seventy-five seconds. Yeah, I, 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 a couple of people asked me that question. I, I've never been at a jet game in my life with the energy like that. In fact. I don't think I would ever join stadium at a jet game with energy like that. It was, it was insanity yeah. and it was just ripped right out of us. And, but you know, it, it, it's funny. Um, maybe because I'm getting older, I look at things differently, but you know, the, with all the excitement with Rogers and I went on record saying this is the best roster. And you know, and, and you know, I, I said there were three things, offensive line, the head coach and the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Besides that, best roster since '98. Yeah, and unfortunately, my gut and what I was concerned about is playing out the way things. You know, once again, if they win this week, you know, it could be a different story. But I just don't see them beating the Pats. No, I don't see I don't. Zach Wilson beating Belichick. No, and 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 they're not going to beat the Chiefs. No, so so it turns out that my feeling of the two tackles of Zach Wilson as a backup and I thought Salah coached a horrible game last week. Yeah, he got out coached. Right. So all three of my concerns, they all came to fruition last Sunday. And I'm not proud of it. It bothers me and I wish I was wrong, but it is what it is. You can't hide it. No, you can't. It, it was blatantly right there. And I said it because I know there were Jet fans that were optimistic that I was talking to. And, you know, I, I'm still going out. I'm still wearing my Jet gear. I have my Wayne Corbett jersey of on. Course, of I'm, course. I'm still always going to be a Jet fan. It's never going to change. But I was talking to Jet fans just out and about. And they're telling me, we're going to go really far because we did it with Sanchez. And me and you both know, Wilson, you, there's just no hope there. And, and despite no. the loss not being completely on him last week, because I think the offensive line was abysmal, the defense was atrocious. You're seeing the same defense that, that right after that Lions game last year where the, they just gave up. That was the same thing that I saw with the, that Cowboy game is how it went down the second half of the season. I, I just don't see Zach Wilson taking us anywhere further. And this isn't Mark Sanchez. Thinking of watching Zach Wilson play and having him take over the team, it, it really as a Jet fan, it should it should make you more appreciative of how good of a quarterback Mark Sanchez is, despite what the critics want to tell you, because he could make the throws. 
you know, Zach Wilson, it's just, I, I, I don't see it with him. Well, it's not, it's not, you know what? Wilson has a better arm, mm-hmm. but he, he, he don't have a better feel for the game or read of defenses or, or awareness of game situations. Mm-hmm. And now I will say this, and I saw it over the summer, and I think even you saw a little bit of it against Dallas. There are certain things he has improved on. The pocket awareness. He could throw in the oh, pocket. Yeah, yeah, the pocket, his footwork, some of that type of stuff. But be, be, you know, but besides that, he's still a below average backup quarterback at yep. the best. Yep. At the best. Yeah. What about Tim Boyle? Do you think that they should have probably started Tim Boyle? Because Tim Boyle, he, he put up some points in that giant game. I was surprised when they put him on the practice squad. Well, let me, one, thing, one thing I learned about Tim Boyle, he has nowhere near the athletic ability that Zach Wilson does. It's mm-hmm. not even a discussion. No. Okay. But with that said, he stands in the pocket. He knows Hackett's system probably better than Wilson will ever know it. Mm-hmm. And I think he can he he could be a game manager where, where Wilson can't. Yeah. See, I don't I don't think see Boyle's not going to make like if you're down ten points in the fourth quarter, Boyle's not bringing you back. No. But if the defense plays like we think they're capable of playing, and we could play game manager football. Ball's also not going to be in, put you in a position where you're going to be down two scores because he made two stupid plays. No, yeah, no. It, it, it's just so frustrating to watch because it's just over and over again. And and I said it, like, once Rodgers went down, I said the season's over. And I was surprised that they won that game against Buffalo because the defense woke up in the second half and then you had the run back like by Xavier Gibson there well, and Garrett they, Wilson. Which, and listen, I, I give them credit and I love the, the, the way but let, let's be honest. If it wasn't for the punt return, they would have lost. Yeah, they would have lost. They, they would have gone three and out. The Bills would have got the ball. They would have marched it down and kicked the field goal. The game would have been over. Yeah, it would have been over. Season was. I said as soon as Rodgers went down, season was over because it, it's glaring now that the, this offensive line. We talked about it in the last show because I brought it up and we both agreed. Because the offensive line isn't fixed. Dwayne Brown is a nightmare, and he's the reason why Rodgers, you know, he gets tackled right. on that play. He goes down, and you see it. Dwayne Brown was getting killed by Micah Parsons this week, so he's got to go. And then you look well, at Lakin Tomlinson, too. He's another one. Well, I think, you could, once again, this is just my speculation. Nobody's told me anything. Um, I, if I were coaching a team, mm-hmm. Brown gets pinched this week. Mm-hmm. I moved back into left tackle, and I'm, I'm not happy about it, but I would put him there. I would put Tucker at right tackle, and I'd put Titman or Schweitzer at right guard. Yeah. Because you have, you have to change things up. you got to do something. Yeah. And, and I would still give Beckton help on the left side. Um, and even even that, I don't know if it's good enough. It, it just, it, it, it's just so disturbing because we really thought we were well, – and you know what, Aaron Rodgers was like, uh, I don't know, he was covering a lot of deficiencies. And I think all the hype and all the hoopla, and I bought into it, everybody bought it, we all loved it. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you knew, okay, we had to, well, we don't really have a backup, you know, we got tackle situations, but we had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you something, and this is just my theory. The thing with the Achilles, okay, I think it goes back to when he hurt his calf. In, in camp, and no one's talking yeah. about that because he was on the bike and he had the... Th- he had the I was to- yeah. I've been talking about it from day one. 
I think when he had then when they had him do those stupid uh, boards, and remember he commented he never did that in twenty years when he was jumping up and down with the ball with the medicine balls and the weights, and that's how we hurt his calf. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that when that happened, it weakened that Achilles. Yeah, and it was whether it was against the Bills or whether it was against. The Pats are last week to see at some point this year that thing was going to pop. Yeah, and I think it, I think it goes back to that. And I also think if you remember against the Giants, remember when he rolled out and he tripped, mm-hmm. that leg also took a, a, a big brunt of it. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if it stretched a little more on that play. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think it was ready to go. It just needed the right little tweak to happen. And, you know, unfortunately it did. And I wish him well and hopefully he comes back full speed. But, you know what, sometimes things just aren't meant to be. There's a reason things happen. Um, you know, I mean, whatever. I just, here, my question to you, Wilson stinks the place up on Sunday. What are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. <sighs> I, I know all the Jeff fans are out here screaming, trade for Kirk Cousins, trade for this guy. Uh, I mean, if you want to salvage the season, you're going to have to bring in a veteran. I mean, Tim Boyle, you know he's not going to bring you back. That for, we, we just mentioned it before. I don't see him being like the guy that's going to really lead you anywhere. I really could see them either bringing in a veteran or just riding out the rest of the season with Wilson at this point. I can't see them going 15 game with Zach Wilson. I, you know, if he's bad this week, I, I don't see it. Yeah, I think if he's bad this week, I think they get Winston or Cousins and they'll give him the chief game because it's not going to be enough time to get somebody up to speed. And then he loses a Pats game, he loses a Chiefs game, he looks really bad. I think you'll see a new quarterback start in Denver. Yeah, and it's as possible. much as, as as much as I'm not willing to give up much, I'm desperate because I can't go. Okay, let's scratch this game. So after this game, we got what fourteen games left. Mm-hmm. I can't go fourteen games with Zach Wilson. I can't. No, do it. I can't. There'll be nobody. There'll be nobody in the stands. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna go. No, it's another season down the drain, and that's why I was. I it was the most emotional that I that I got about an athlete ever. You know, just going down, getting injured because there was so much excitement, and it's just another year down the drain. And he'll be back next year because he's very motivated to get back here. But we still have to get through this season. And then what if? Because this is jet luck here. So okay. We get ready for next year. And what happens next year now? Because then you're thinking, well, it's another year on the clock for Rodgers. He's a year older. He's coming off a serious Achilles injury. I mean, anything else could happen. You know what I mean? You really can't. You could, That's you why can't Winston estimate is actually a best play than Cousins. Yeah. Because Cousins is a free agent next year. Yeah. Winston, Winston would come at a cheaper price. You know, you know, I love going to Minshew. I would grab him in a heartbeat mm-hmm, from the Colts, right? I, I could grab Andy Dalton if he's if if he's available, um, and and I roll with it. And then at least you got something, and you make Zach Wilson a third string quarterback. And then you know, once the cap hit is reasonable, you get rid of him, and that's the end of it. Yeah, like it- I like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I'm ho- I hope he plays a great game against the Pats and he lights it up. 
but come on, that's a pipe dream. Yeah, it is. I, I just, I don't see it. And it's, he's really a work in progress. And you can see it's like the training wheel. It's like you're pulling your hair when you're watching him, especially in the Bills game. It's like pulling teeth. It's like he, he's, he's on training wheels still. It's just, he's hard to watch. And, you know, this week, a lot of the credit, as much as we can kill Zach for the three interceptions late, the defense was just, it was aggravating me, and I'm sure it aggravated you and, and the rest of the Jet fan base because they, they got completely killed. And then with Sauce dr- dropping the potential pick six there, uh, killer. But the they defense. would never win, even if he makes that. They never win in that game, even no. if they took the lead at that point. The thing that annoyed you know what annoyed me the most about the defense is that Salah didn't make adjustments. No, he nope. played that stupid zone coverage that he loves to play. Source Gardner should have been shadowing um, what's his name, the receiver for the Cowboys, uh, C.D. Lamb. Lamb. Mm-hmm. He should have been shadowing him the way Revis used to do it with Rex. Yeah, but Salah doesn't do that. He doesn't run his defense that way. No, and it, 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 it's a shame. It, you, you know, and I like D.J. Reed a lot, but you know, if Gardner's supposed to be what he's supposed to be, he should be able to control C.D. Lamb. You can't. Can't have Lamb go off for 150 yards. No, you can't you, do it. You, you can't. You can't do that. No. I mean, what, what? You know, it's. You know, what, what's going to happen when the Chiefs come in here? Well, you know, even even this week with the Pats. I mean, would you weather permitting? Or I heard it's going to be a nasty day. Would you Would you be shocked if one of these no name Pats receivers lights it up because just 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 because. Belichick is just so so much smarter of a coach. I mean, you you, you know they're going to have a get better game plan than Jets are. Oh, you know it, and and I'm worried about and you used to kill his father, which is Hackett, because Hackett really didn't put together uh, a great game plan. I mean, Brees Hall four yeah, touches, but, g- give me a break four t- four times with the ball, unbelievable. It's inexcusable that and then the Carter, the line coach, should take some responsibility. Yeah, it's inexcusable that Hall got the ball four times. It's inexcusable that there was no help for either tackle with somebody chipping, okay? And it just seemed, I mean, he was, he was. how many times did they go spread offense? It was, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, yes, this week what they should have done, what they did against the Bills, if you remember, on the left side, they had double and triple tight ends, okay? Uh, Rucker. They, 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 Right, they had 12 and 13 personnel, that's what they call it. This is the week that they should have done it again and just, you know what, chip away and chip away and chip away, you know, make the game ugly. You're going to pop a couple of long runs and maybe have a different outcome. But to spread it out and, and, and you're throwing at 10 nothing. you shouldn't be throwing the ball all over the field. No. You shouldn't have to do that. No, it, that, that was unbelievable and just, yeah, that was a terrible game plan. And and people don't haven't actually brought this up a lot, and I think people should. I know it really kind of didn't matter at that point, even though we could have got a drive going. The, the Dalvin Cook, I mean, him losing that ball, oh, no oh, one brought that up, and that, that really aggravated me big time. Yeah, I mean, you know, things happen, but I'm not making excuses. That was a very costly fumble at that point of the game. Yeah, no, you you can't have that. It, it's just it was just all and out frustrating. And Greg Zerline's injured too. I mean, now we don't even have our starting kicker. I'm hoping he's coming back next week, but yeah, yeah don't count on a groin a groin kicker for a, a groin injury for a kicker. 
you know, it, it'd be shocking if it's a one week situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I said it as soon as Rodgers went down. I said the season's over. I said I was because yep. I'm just a realist when it comes to being a Jet fan. Now I'm not going to hold it. The worst thing you can do as a Jets fan is have, have hope, and we all had hope, and it got ripped from us within 75 seconds on that field. Well, well you know, you know, it's a funny thing. I like I wasn't like besides myself when it happened. Mm-hmm. It's it's like okay, it's really bad. It's a terrible thing. The season's probably over, but. At the end of the day, why would I think anything different when it comes to the Jets? So <laughs> yeah. That's what happens to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, and what's so crazy is that because I was because I do my shows at night, so I, I ended my show at like eight twenty-five, eight thirty. So when I came downstairs, I heard it coming down the stairs. I said Zach Wilson's in a quarterback, and I just saw the picture of Rogers getting carried off the field and put onto the cart. So I didn't even see it happen. I had to have it hit oh. me. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I, yeah, I was upset, and then everyone was speculating online. It was because people, some people thought it was just an ankle injury. They'll tape it up, or he'll be out a week. Nah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew it was just where, my, where my seats are upstairs on the jet side, about the 45, 40 yard line. So that blue medical tent is directly below me, right? Mm-hmm. And when they took him in there, I must have missed about a half a dozen plays. Of course, I couldn't take my eyes off the tent. I was trying to see if he's coming out, if he's staying in. But the thing that disturbed me was that I saw some Jets uh, people who work, you know, from people who work for the Jets mm-hmm. that have high positions that were going in there that I've never seen before. When I saw that, I said, this is really bad. Yeah. So I, so even though everybody was saying an ankle, I knew I knew this is really bad because those people wouldn't have been in the medical tent. No, and they were showing Woody Johnson on the TV, and he looked worried. So you knew once he went down that it. Yeah. Oh, they knew him. They knew. They knew before they took him off the field. He popped his Achilles. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. on. You know, it's, it's you know, I'm sure when the doctors touched his calf, they knew the whole thing rolled right up. They, yeah. they, 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 they knew. Yeah. They knew and and I just don't. I mean, he's. I want to believe what he's doing because now he said, "Oh, I want to get back for the the playoffs are going to be long gone." I don't think we're making oh, it. It's, stop. Yeah, Come on. Stop. <laughs> he was like, "I'm coming back for the playoffs." I mean, I believe like if he put his mind to it, maybe, but we're not even going to make the play. He's going to have to prepare to come back for next season. At this point, it's just. And well, how long well, do you see you know, him playing for, honestly, once he does come back? Because I feel like he's rejuvenated. He's, he, he likes all the adversity he's getting. Do you see him you know, playing for another two years once he gets back here? I would love to see it, but I can't say it. you got to see how he feels because you don't know how that rehab's going to go. You yeah. really don't know. And you don't know what's going to happen with the team. No, and, and, and if you're watching, say if you're Rodgers and you're sitting back this weekend and you're looking th- at that offensive line that already injured him and you're seeing Zach get thrown around and whoever else they bring in get thrown around, who's to say he doesn't go back into the dark room and say, you know, I don't I don't want to play behind this line again. I'm retired. <laughs> well, well, okay, well, guess what? It would have probably been, it would have probably been uglier this weekend if he was playing quarterback. Because at least Wilson could run. Mm-hmm. Rodgers can't. No. No. Now, I want to put a positive spin on this, as as unrealistic as it is. If you remember, when we talked about the schedule, I said, after six, get me the three and three, give me the Buffalo game, give me the Pack game, split the Bronco Chief game. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at that spot right now. Yes. You get the Pack game, and you split Denver and Chiefs, 
we, we are where we thought we are. Mm-hmm. And then you take it from there. But I just find it hard for that to happen with Jack Wilson. Yeah, I don't have any faith in him. And and what, and another thing, too, with because Hackett's horrible. He's done a horrible job with this past game. Where's McCall Hardman? Can we have more? I don't even see these guys. Like, you see Lazard, and I know Cobb is, you know, he's whatever he is. But where's McCall Hardman? This is supposed to be the speed guy, and you don't even see him. How is it possible that there wasn't one wide receiver screen to him or one end around him? How is that even possible? I have no idea. And the fact that they haven't been playing him is disgraceful. Well, he had, from what I I think I read, he had nine or ten snaps. I only saw him once. But um, the stats don't lie. And as much as I killed the floor, remember he would run every game, and usually at the wrong time, he would run that stupid end around with Berrios mm-hmm. once in a while to work. Yeah. Why didn't I see Hardman do that? Yeah. I mean, it would have been the perfect time. It would have. And they have a. And like you said, he kills you in the because he's so fast with the speed. They need to utilize him. And and you know what else is frustrating me too? The fact that our draft picks. I know they're not playing Tipman. They don't want to put him on the line for whatever reason. They're not playing Will McDonald. They drafted this guy 14th, right? I think he was the 14th pick. I just, he was an activist. He was an activist. Yeah, I just don't understand why you're not playing the guys. Douglas has a lot. He's going to be taking a lot of the heat here because he still hasn't solidified that offensive line. That's supposed to be his strong suit, too. And the fact that he's not playing, he's not, hit, he's not hitting on these draft picks. If Will McDonald isn't going to pan out or if they're not going to play him, that's an issue. Well, it, it, it's also a big issue when you invest $100 million in a quarterback. Yeah. Okay, and you don't have an alternative plan, like a legitimate alternative plan, and you don't have two tackles. You have a 39-year-old guy who's coming off a bum shoulder, who I hear still isn't 100%. No. And you had you had the whole circus with Beckman, and you can't trust him. Nope. So if you're, if you're like, if you're, if you're a general manager, how do you, you, you do all this to get Rogers here and that's what you rolled out to help him? Yeah, there was he didn't do enough for that offensive line. And we talked about it because that was one of the, your main concerns as well as mine. I, I said we, he didn't solidify that. He should. I'm telling you now, with the offseason coming up, we're going to have to find a true backup unless they do that soon. And they better do that sooner if Zach Wilson isn't going to pan out. But that offensive line, I want to see that everywhere from the free agency, the draft. I want a whole restructured offensive line going into next year, especially with Rodgers coming back. Yeah, I, I just text somebody my um, prediction for this weekend, and I wish I wasn't doing this, but I wrote 1913 packs. Mm-hmm. And if you do something like that, let's say we got a garbage touch at the end. Let's say Wilson goes um, 14 for 14 for 30, one touchdown, two interceptions, and a fumble. What what are you doing the following week? Yeah, I'm getting a new quarterback in here. I'm doing what I and you may be right, Winston. I think you're right. I think that makes the most sense. I, I the only thing that bothers me with the whole Wilson connection because when you look at Rodgers, it's like he really has taken this guy on to be a men, a mentor for him. So say if the Jets are like, all right, Zach, you're gone. Is Rogers still going to want to be here? Because <laughs> he seems to have. I don't, a, I don't. I don't think that's going to be an issue. I don't. I, I, really I hope don't. not. 
I, I really hope not. Because I mean, you you can't tell me that you're gonna you're gonna punt the season to keep Rogers happy and let Wilson play. Yeah, I, I can't. First, first of all, first of all, you gotta remember something. Where do you think his psyche is right now? He's not meant to be tough in the first place. No. Number two, listening to all this crap in the media and the fans and everything, you don't think the, the pressure he's got to be feeling, forget about winning, just to perform on a, a competent level this weekend, even if they lose a close game. He's, the, the pressure. I would say the pressure going into this game has to be the, the most pressure he's had in the three years he's here. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's I, – I think it is more pressure than – remember the Jaguar game? There was a lot of pressure that game. I think, I think this is more – I think this is more because his career is on the line. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, if he really – like if he puts up a 3-4 pick game – Oh, forget about it. His career is done. He's, he's done. He's over. Yeah, no. Done. Jeff fans aren't going to want to see him ever again. And, and when he came back in, I said, oh, another year of Wilson. And what's sad is that we wanted him out of BYU. We wanted – and you know what? I know. I know how long we're, how long we're we. Yeah, we all oh, we were wrong, and then you know we can admit that we're we're fine with admitting we're wrong. It, and you know what? Everyone's like, "Well, we should have got Justin Fields. He may not be in the right situation, but I haven't seen anything great from him either." So, no, I haven't. And you know what's a funny thing? If you put Wilson up in the CFL in a wide open game, mm-hmm. he'd be like Doug Flutie was up there. He'd yeah. be tremendous. Yep. He's built for he's built for the CFL. Yeah. Yep, I agree. It, he, he, he would have a Hall of Fame career up in the CFL. He would. Um, unfortunately, he's, I hope he does in the NFL. I don't know if it, I don't think it's going to be with the Jets. I hope he does. He maybe turns around and has a late growth spurt like Geno Smith did with Seattle. I, I don't know what the Jets are going to do here, and and I don't even want to start talking about drafting quarterbacks that because oh, it never no, works out. I know. No. I don't want to hear it. I don't want. I I'd rather just go get someone like you know finish out the Rodgers years and then see what guy that we can get next because the, the quarterback situation I don't want to even think about it because Winston would make the most sense it would. because because at least if, if it you know let's say he comes in they go eight nine right like mm-hmm. but you know he, he does fairly decent right at least you have him back next year to back up Rogers exactly yep and then maybe he could take over when Rogers leaves you don't know like right. yeah I would right. I'd be fine with Winston I liked him out of floor to be honest I wanted him coming out of college that year everyone was all Marcus Mariota and we saw how that panned out I wanted Winston how, how old do you think he is uh I think Winston may be like 27 let me I have the, I have the phone here let me double check the age real quick but yeah I think he's 27. I'm going to double check. Yeah, he's got to be in the league about five years, I would think. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Let me double check. He's 29. He's 29. Oh, so really? I'm, okay. even, even, even that Gino turned it around at 30. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would take him. You know, yeah. Rodgers is done in two years. He comes back. He, then he takes over the team at like 32. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, what, do you th- what do you think it takes to get him? It's going to take a couple draft picks. I, I Now, here's the thing. Would you ship Wilson to get him? I would. Oh, <laughs> I would ship Wilson just to get him out of here. Yeah, I don't need, I don't need any. I don't need anything in return. No, I I, I would just like him out of New York. Yeah, it's almost like Darnold. I remember when Darnold got traded to the Panthers. I was like, I just want this guy out of here. I mean, and can you believe the fans? This is what's so crazy to me. They're calling for him back. Oh, I've been seeing that. They're like, got to trade for Sam Darnold. 
hysterical. I don't know why they want him. There's because I remember when me and you we we didn't want Darnold after a while. We were like, yeah, it's time to get this guy out of here. And the fans were distraught when we got rid of. They were angry. I remember having Fireman well, Ed on. He wanted Darnold. He, yeah. I don't well, know why. My 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 gut tells me, and I I, I, I want to be wrong. I so badly want to be wrong about this. There'll be a new starting quarterback for the Broncos game. Yeah. Yeah, and it may be Winston, and I know they called up Chad Henney and Colt McCoy. I mean, I'd rather have Winston. Yeah, you got to get someone of real interest and value here. Like I, like Winston, I don't know if Kirk, do you think Kirk, the Vikings would give up Kirk Cousins, though? Do you, do you feel they really would yeah, trade I do. Him? Yeah, I do, because I think they realize they're not going anywhere, and I think if they could fleece somebody for something decent, um, I think, but it would be a one-year rental because he'd be a free agent next year, and then I have to keep him because Rogers. Rogers coming back, yeah. So you're better off getting a, a, a serviceable bet. I'd have heard Jacoby Brissett. I don't know why people like this guy. Everyone, I keep hearing Jeffy. You got to go get Brissett. Get Brissett. I just yeah, don't. He'd win your games. He'd yeah. be better than Wilson. He'd yeah, be he would. Wilson. Yeah, he would. That's true. He would be better than Wilson. I. I, I think Winston's the best bet at this point, you know, because like you said, Kirk Cousins is a one-year rental, and yeah, I, I think they should go Winston. It's just going to depend what they're going to have to give up. I, I would give up the picks at this point. I would, and you know, with the off-season plan, you're going to have to if they don't rework it now, which I think they should make those changes we brought up earlier. I I, I would give up a third-round pick and a player for them. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if you have to give up. Well, they, well, nobody's going to give them to the Jets now because they're not a desperate. Yeah. So, I mean, you might have gotten them for a fourth or fifth if, if you know, they wanted to move them. But I think it's probably going to have to take a third-round pick. And it's not the end of the world, or, or even a second-round pick, because they just got back that first-round pick that they probably would have had given up anyway for Rodgers. For Rodgers, yeah. So you're better off giving it, it – yeah, I, I – if I'm the Jets, I make the move, especially depending on how Rogers, not Rogers, how Wilson performs this week. Yeah, I would, I would yeah. definitely. You can't, make the move. you can't tell me that Salah gets on the post conference, you know, and they're interviewing him, and if things go really bad this weekend, that he says, "Oh, we support Zach. He's made improvements. You know, just he has to do some things. You know, he he can't." He's going to sound like which Kotite. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We can't have another one, another Kotite. We can't have that. And, and, and let's be honest here. When, when, cause you've seen it all over the coach's face. When, when Wilson came in, you saw it on Salah's face. You, he knew. They, they know, they know he's no good. Yeah. They know it. And, and you, I don't know if you saw the, the video going around on Twitter with, they were able to read Salah's lips when he said, do you trust him? <laughs> they don't even trust him. They don't even trust they don't, him. They, they don't trust him. Come no, on. No. They, they, they don't trust him. And, and you know, I just have some inside information what, about what the Pats, you know, as long as you don't let this guy make plays outside the pocket with his legs and he hits somebody that happens to break free, like like the two core, like the Davis touchdown. Mm-hmm. The In Tennessee. Right. As long as you will, if you don't let him get to that point, if you contain him, he's done. Yeah, he's and done. That's, and, and that's what I expect. I remember in 1998, you were on board. We're 5-3, the Bills are 5-3. Bills are coming in uh, to, you know, Giants Stadium. Big games for first place. Flutie was really hot, really hot quarterback. And 
I was understanding football a lot more at that time. And he put up a defense where he just contained Flutie in the pocket. He didn't like it, make him let, make plays with his legs. And, and he couldn't do anything. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think you're going to see a tremendous lot of blitzing. I think you're going to see the same type of game plan where they're going to contain him in the pocket and they're going to drop into coverage. You're not going to have that man-to-man crap like the Cowboys did. No. They'll have zone coverages, you know, double T. It, it, you know, he'll, he'll feel like Donald felt like there's 18 people out on the field on defense. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you're right. That that's probably what's going to happen, and and you're going to see that this is the make or break week for Wilson here. I, I think that's it because yeah, I think his career is on the line this week. I do. Yeah, but you're going to see it. It's unbelievable. I, I just uh, the last game, last week's game was the the worst game of the week by far. I've the, the, I was disappointed. The defense, you know, I know they're everyone's killing Sauce. They're saying he's having a horrible sophomore year, but it the team just looked like it gave up. Yeah, that's how it looked. That's how well, it felt to me after a while. Well, not only that, you know what really got bugged me this summer. What's that? I I, I, I like the confidence, and it was nice to hear Super Bowl talk and all the other yeah. guys. <laughs> but but it, it was it was almost getting like real cockiness from these players. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing, you know, if a guy like Mosley talks, there's, there's some credibility there. But when you got second year players, I'm not going to name names. And that are chirping away and haven't proven anything yet, and they're only going into the second year of the league or third year of the league. You know, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you, know, you know, go on the field and and, and let, let you play do your talking. Exactly, you know the, I mean? like the eighty-five Bears comment. I think we know what we're talking oh, about. Please. Oh, come on, yeah. come on, <laughs> give, give, give me a break. Come on, oh, come on. they're not even the sack exchange or the, the Rex Ryan defense. Oh my God. Uh, no, there was no, no pass rush no. this Sunday either. That's another thing. To no, they didn't get to the quarter, but they, they barely got to him. There was barely any pressures. Unbelievable. Well, once again, once again, it goes down to coaching. Yeah, we saw him coverage. We we we've watched we've watched when we're in the beginning of the third year of Salah. Now I'm sure I'm wrong, but I'd be hard pressed to give you one game where they adjusted on the fly at halftime. And they change things up to win a ball game. Yeah, because I can't. I can't think of one to be honest with you. No, nope. That, do, say if the season's down the tubes this year, are they keeping Salah? I mean, I feel like you have to roll with them at this point because Rodgers is coming back. Are they keeping Salah? Are they? I think. I think if Salah loses the locker room, and this is like a disastrous five and twelve season. I think Hackett should head coach next year with Rodgers. Mm. Yeah, and and that's Rodgers. That's his guy right there. Rodgers loves him, so it'll basically be Rodgers as their coordinator and coach there. So, <laughs> right, and, and Hackett will be the head coach. That's what I think because Woody Woody always is gonna somebody's gonna pay the price, and if they if they have like a disastrous season, I think Douglas gets one more chance at it. And I think Salah would be the odd guy out. And I think Hacker would be, he'd be kind of awarded the head coaching job because Woody's going to want to make Rodgers happy. Yeah. Like, like Rodgers, let's put it this way. If they make a move at head coach, okay, Rodgers isn't coming back 
to play for another head coach, you know, it's half the century offensive coordinator. So you might as well just make him a head coach. Yeah. Could you imagine if that turned out to be a disaster? Oh, well, I mean, Rodgers is going to be your coach and, and like, like you said, coach and coordinator, like we talked about. Of course. I, with now, Hackett's game again, plan. It, 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 no, I know. But once again, if they beat the Pats this week, you know, we're having a whole different conversation next week. Yeah. But, but, you know, I hope I'm wrong. But, you know, just history with Belichick tells you it's like, uh, what, what do they call it? Like uh, blood in the water for sharks? Or yeah. what, what do they call that? <laughs> you know, and I mean, I mean, the, the Pats are 0-2. They got the Cowboys coming up. They lost two very tough games. They couldn't won either one of these games. Yeah, they lost to the Eagles and the Dolphins, who were both much better teams than the Pats are. Yeah. So the I think I think the Pats, the Pats are probably a little bit more on our level than than we're on the Eagle. What's it called? Dolphin level, especially now without Rodgers. I mean, even with this team, because people were bringing it up on Twitter. Because the team, it was just so dysfunctional, you know, With uh, on Sunday against the Cowboys. People were still saying, even with Rodgers, they lose that Cowboy game. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I never, I, I never had them winning the game. This, yeah. is, this is when the schedule came out and we knew we had Rodgers. I, I said, they're not going to beat the Cowboys. It just, the Bill game was going to be, it, it, it was just one of those games you put the opener, the emotions, the work. And then you go on the road, you know, you lose a non-conference game, and then you come back and then you're worried about the past and you beat the past. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I expected. And hopefully that's what's going to happen. It's just, I don't know, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe Zach Wilson slips on the turf like Neil O'Donnell did, and maybe ball starts, and uh, maybe we got another Mike White situation on our hands this year. <laughs> Yeah, do you think we should we should have never gave him up a pair? The fans still love Mike White. I mean, well, uh, how about this? If you can make up t you know, I really we're just kidding around now. But if you can make up T-shirts and sell Tim effing ball T-shirts in the parking lot, you'd make a fortune. This yeah, weekend. they would. <laughs> they would. You know, I, and and I feel like with all the players saying we got Zach's back and all this stuff they're putting on a great acting performance because last year this team did not like Zach. And you saw that when Rodgers came in here. Now all of a sudden it's like a forced embracing situation here. And I feel like you could just tell. I mean, I know people are getting angry at Brees Hall and Gardner for going on social media, voicing their frustrations. But, you know, I I just think that deep down they, they know that Zach can't do it and they're just, they have to just roll with the situation that they've been dealt with, unfortunately. Yep. Let's see what happens. Let's hope for the best. And, you know, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. And uh, I'd love nothing more if you're around this week to call you and tell you Absolutely. I was wrong. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I'm not going to call you and tell you that I was right. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and, you know, it's, could you believe it? This could be 15 in a row. That we've lost no, to the page. No. Unbelievable. Well, what, what, what would you happen to know? Because I don't. You know what the record is for the most consecutive losses for one team versus another team in the NFL? <sighs> let, let me tr- see if I can look that up right now. I don't, but I, I would like to give it to the you Jets know, right now. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I've heard this. I think it's the Browns. 
Let me double check. I'm I'm trying to Google. Nah, I'm losing you. Yeah. Can you hear me, Ira? Uh, yeah, you were breaking it up. I could oh, Okay, good. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. We're gonna see who has the most consecutive losses. I I thought I was. I thought I heard it was the Brown Steelers. I think I heard that. Yeah, let me double check. Let's see if it comes up here. Uh, let's see. Is it the? Uh, I, I'm I'm seeing different things here. Uh, I'm seeing the Buccaneers. Is that what it is? Twenty longest NFL losing streak. Is it the Buccaneers? Yeah, yeah, they, they, that they did have, but most consecutive losses to one opponent. Let's see. Let's double check here. It might be the Bills and the Pats because they went a really long time losing to the Patriots for years. Yeah, let me see. Let's see if it comes up here. Dolphins over the Buffalo Bills. That was, that's not, no, that's, yeah, it's Miami yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah, I don't think it's not. Oh, cur- okay, here we go. Current streak. <laughs> it's the Jets. It's the Patriots over the Jets. It is it, us. It really? Yeah. It is? <laughs> yeah. Really? It says current streak. New England Patriots over New York Jets 14 games, 2015 to present. <laughs> so we could even make it longer this week. Yeah. Unbelievable. I was in I was in June. Was I my junior year of high school? Yeah, because that was the Fitzpatrick year. Because that was the last time that we beat them, which was that the the game before the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, de- oh the Decker walk off. The Decker walk off. Oh my goodness gracious! Unbelievable! You can't, you can't make it up. No. Well, listen. I, I I really hope I could call you next week and tell you, man, I was wrong. Wilson played a great game. We beat the Pats. I'm very excited. But um, <laughs> don't expect a text Sunday night to see if I could call. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We'll, I'm not. We'll ex- do it. We'll do it when they add the next quarterback. Yeah. And hopefully it's Winston. You know, I'm really, I'm really yeah. on the Winston board with you here because it makes sense. You can make him the backup for when Rodgers comes back. I, that's the perfect situation. I think he's got a lot to prove. And the stat, I know people say he throws a lot of interceptions. The stats are really not that bad when you look at him online. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Winston, the Winston train. I want him. I want him there out of college. Go. So, yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, listen, enjoy and, uh, Hope for the best for Sunday. Yeah, well, let's hope for the best. And and, and uh, just to close out with this, you know, let's try to avoid all the Monday night games here. Can they get rid of Monday night? Because anytime there's a Monday night game, if you've noticed, have you seen this on because of Nick Chubb's injury and Kyler Murray tearing the ACL, Aaron Rodgers and DeMar Hamlin went on cardiac arrest on the field. There's, oh, yeah, there's something with Monday you know, night games. Yeah, you're right. Well, Rest assured, they lose a couple. That Charger game is not going to be Monday night. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's going to be a one o'clock Sunday afternoon game. Yeah, they'll make they'll switch that, and let's hope that they do because I don't want any more injuries on this team because I think Monday night football is looking to be cursed right now with all the devastating injuries. And yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, it's all uh, right, man. Well, good talking with you, and uh, hopefully, I call you to tell you I was wrong. Yeah, let, let's hope, Ira, and, and go Jets, and uh, we'll talk again soon, all right? Sounds good. You got it, man. Thanks. All right, Ira. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.